Yeah. I wonder how many Mormons who their parents require them to go out into the mission field, whether it be in Iraq, whether it be in America, Egypt, for two years without coming home. Uh, I wonder how many Muslims are killed every year getting their heads cut off because they're out there spreading Islam. And here we are, you and I serve the real living God. Not a false God, but the real living God. We're scared to die for Him? Where are we at? Are, are we now lessening the name of Jesus? Are we now lessening the name of Jesus? It kind of aggravates me, you know, a little bit. When they called me and told me that, I, I, it activated me. I said, have we thrown the name Jesus into the kettle with the rest of the gods? When he used to be once called King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Now he's one of the Lord of Lords and one of the Kings of Kings. One of the sons. <coughs> I just felt I had to share that with you. Amen. 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 I told some people the other day, I'd rather die of getting my head cut off in the name of Christ that to die of a heart attack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Only two of y'all said, Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I I I I'm serious about this guys because we're coming to we're coming to where the rubber meets the road now. Yes. Amen. Where finances don't mean anything above Jesus. Uh unless you're not a Jesus. <laughs> you know, where infirmities are gonna try to stop you from worshiping God, you know? A lot of people in America say, oh no, I, I, I was going to go to church, but I had this headache. I had to stay home. You know? Did you hear that, that testimony that that lady? When we first met her, er, er, y'all were there. Uh, this lady comes to us. Here we got this long line of food. We're giving food away. And this lady comes. She says, I, I don't want it. She's distraught. She's crying. She's hurting emotionally on a nervous breakdown she says I, I don't want any food I don't want any money I don't want any clothes I don't want any toys I just came to share something and I said what is it ma'am she says my baby I just brought him back from the hospital he's lying dying in my in his bed right now at my home uh, I, I don't want any food I, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go you know uh, the doctor said he'll die by tonight, by this evening. I'm afraid that by the time I go home, he'll be dead. I don't want to go home because I know where I'm going to see. And I, I said, well, let's take him. She said, where? Let's take him to Jesus. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not going to guarantee he's going to live. But I'm going to guarantee one thing. Jesus is going to do something. Amen. And, and, and day before yesterday, we're standing there and I'm giving away food. And she said, no, no, I don't want no food. Just came to tell you, my son's alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, um, you, know what that, you know what an American would have done? He'd have never left that bed. Yeah. But that woman went looking. The Bible says, for those that go into the deep will see the wonders. Yes. And God right now is forcing me and you to go into the deep. He's forcing us. He's, for, he's not asking. He's tired of asking. You know, he, 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 he's no longer talking to 
America. He's yelling at him. You know, look at look at Katrina. Look at nine one one. Boy, if you don't think that's him yelling at us, I, I don't know what else to to, to tell you. Amen. You know. So uh, when I took these people this weekend out there, I, I I'm sure that every one of them, because it was an expert group. It's one of the best groups. No fighting, no bickering. What I like about your pastor, I said, Pastor, I got a problem. I need more money. Okay. Uh, pastor, I need more cement. Okay. Uh, pastor, I need some guy. Okay. Most of them would say, what do you need the money for? What do you need more men for? What? Don't you know we're tired? We need a bologna sandwich. <laughs> you know, they're passing out. Look at them. They look like Mexicans. Can't tell the difference. <laughs> you know, I realize most of them were Cajuns, but <clears throat> Cajuns, Mexicans, but, you know, yeah. all the same. <laughs> But uh, uh, no, what I'm trying to tell you is that I believe that God is forcing us now to get, of our, get out of our comfort zones and pass up fears. Amen. And say, I'm not going to throw my God into the kettle. He's just not another God. He's just not another king. So keep that in mind. I feel that I'm going to have to share that with the rest of the churches that I preach in. Because a lot of them, they're scared to death. They're scared of the economy. I'm going to lose my car. I'm going to lose my, my... Those people never had one. They never had one. They, I worked in areas where they've never had running water. They didn't have no running water. Did you see the water that they, that they drink out of? Yeah. You know, they get a 55-gallon drum. $5 a ring. Man. <laughs> I like that song, though. <laughs> <laughs> Over there, church, they drink water out of a 55-gallon barrel that a man brings in a truck, a vacuum truck that no telling what he's vacuumed through that thing. One day, I saw him come out of the sewage with the same truck. Yeah. Uh, there was one lady there. Uh, uh, what, what did she say? She said, uh, Maricela's mama, this last time we were there, you didn't go, it was just a small recon group. Um, we went and, and uh, I said, uh, she said, can I have $2 for water? And I said, yeah. So I gave her the $2. I said, when was the last time you had a drink? She said, three days. And then uh, I said, have you been cooking for your kids? She said, no. I said, when was the last time you cooked for them? Been almost 90 days. Mm. Nothing to cook with. And now that the dump has shut down, they can no longer go in there and get wood, plywood, chunks of plywood to start fires with. So I saw the same lady one time with a tub of lard like that. A tub of lard. You know what lard is? Yeah. And you can see the fingernails where the kids have been going like that to eat it, to sustain. Amen. Uh, I saw Eva. Eva. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I can share it with y'all, but Eva, uh, she's one of our, she, she's on staff. She works for us at Dunham. She lives there. And, and uh, uh, it, it's, now what I'm about to say may ruin your dinner, okay? But she's got pus coming out of her belly button. Oh. You know, I don't know what's wrong with her. She doesn't know what's wrong with her, you know. But I can tell you, it's from eating all that trash out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but where else can they go? Where, where else can they? They've shut it down now. You know, they can't even have that, you know. But I, I praise the Lord that there is some people that do care. The lady that was a demoniac, she went blind. Um, she went blind. She couldn't think. They sent her back to the dump to die after five months in a psychiatric hospital. The doctor said, we can do nothing. Just go back and die. You know, I remember seeing that woman when she was walking sideways, saliva coming down, her eyes like this, blind. Her hair looked like mine day before yesterday. Man, I look like a chimpanzee out there, man. I said, my God, after I saw myself in the mirror, I said, I got to do something, man, you know. But 
the last thing she said, <coughs> she said, don't quit coming out here. Mm. Not only for the food, mm. but for the healings and the signs and the wonders and the miracles that take place out there. I don't know why God does it with us, but I just thank Him for it, and I give Him all the glory mm. and all of the honor. Amen. Amen. So Amen. don't don't let these things uh, don't don't let these things put fear into you. Sorry. Man, what a remarkable time it is. We were able to uh, take a little girl to the doctor. Uh, she had been sick in bed for three days. Uh, her mama said, "I I I I don't know what to do. I I, I don't." She said, "I don't know." And you could see the fear in the mama's eyes. You know, we we took right down the road, maybe four blocks. The pharmacist looked at her and said, bring her around here, she needs a shot. She goes, <laughs> she had never had a shot in her life. <laughs> and uh, they gave her a shot, you know. Everything cost $13. <laughs> For $13, my God, you know, to have that little girl fixed up, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know, and then there was another case there. Something else that we did, I, I forgot what it was. But anyway, you know, God be the glory, you know, and, and all these finances, guys, there is nothing that goes unrecorded in the kingdom. If it's just a penny, if it's just a little bottle of water, all that's written down. And the <laughs> monies you give today, uh, it, it's all being written. You gave $5, you gave $2, he gave $1. It's all being recorded. And, and you know something? Every one of those pennies is recorded as it's as buying the product. This is where this came from. This is where, and a lot of people say, "Well, who stole? You, you know, where do you use most of the money? A lot of the money goes into the meat because nobody else takes meat. Mm. We took in two thousand pounds of meat. We cleaned out the freezers. We Praise thought. God. <laughs> well, I've got news for you. I know we got more coming in. We, they just called me and said we got thirty-five more pigs headed your way. Oh, wow. Amen. Wow. We just emptied them out. What? Two days ago. You know, and the guy called me and said, Houston, I got 35 pigs headed your way right now. Wow. So, it's, you know, it, it, that's when you can tell that, that God has anointed you to do what you do. You know, a lot of people say, well, we're going to go ahead and just take over, you know. We're going to do our own thing. And they last about 14 days, <laughs> you know. When they find out that the electric bill runs about $1,100 a month, when they find out that you have to have several vehicles, <laughs> a, a good credit card that don't run out, you know. Mine runs out, but they keep going. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, and, and, and people to back you up. Not, uh, you, you know, first one, you, you need God to back you up, man. You need your wife to back you up. And then you need people to back you up. Amen. Because with a sorry wife, man, uh, it, it won't work. You know? and, 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 and with a sorry husband, amen, it won't work. Amen. Because there's a lot of good ministry going to waste because the partners could not do it together. Amen. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about working in the field. <laughs> Amen. You know what I mean? So uh, just, just being right with you guys. Amen. It, 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 to, to be out there, man, you got to be on one accord. And you, and I'm not saying that there's not going to be no friction, you know. Uh, my wife tried to give me a lot of friction. I sent her to a marriage counselor. She's doing a lot better now. <laughs> Amen. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, you know, that, 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 that don't mean that you're out of the mission fields. You know, that, that don't mean that as soon as you leave here, as soon as you walk out these doors, you have just not entered into the mission field. My mission field is the world, it's not Mexico. <coughs> I've been in 50 different nations preaching the gospel. Amen. And America's number one. I mean, yeah, I, I hate America, but I like to talk to Americans just in black and white. Amen. To get things straight now. Amen. Well, let's give the Lord a big, big praise. Amen. <laughs> Here we went to uh, China during the uh, 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 during the uh, uh, 
earthquake that they had there, 70,000 dead. I want to show you this. Can we turn can we turn the lights off here? Now you're going to see a clock. The second that the earthquake hit, the clock stopped. And that's how they could tell what time the uh, earthquake took place. This is your sound with this? Yes. It may take like a, a four or five seconds before it comes on. There's a clock. That earthquake happened at 2. 28 in the morning. In the morning. That's a Chinese choir. Yeah, they're happy. She was one of our interpreters and she got saved. It should start here pretty quick. She got saved. Uh, this is preaching out on the streets, guys. There's the, uh, the victims of the earthquake. No, something's not doing right. I want to see this pastor. Jesus has overcome. This was his house before. That was a pastor's house. A pastor of 5,000. This is all he had. That was his whole house right there. Humanitarian aid for victims. Now in China it's a little different because we got to smuggle everything in suitcases. Any little thing will come from. That's why it's so very much. She's another pastor. There's this lady with all of her um, good. Uh, praise the Lord, she's giving me blessed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look how deep. Look how deep the earthquake went. You'll see it in a minute. People live there. That's a quarter of a mile away. No longer. All dead. Taking these pictures from out. Look at all those buildings that went down. There were still people stuck in the walls. It's incredible. Can't get them out. Down there. The earthquake just completely torn down. You see those clothes? When that earthquake took place, they left. When you die, your soul leaves the same way. You ain't got time to pick up your spiritual clothes. It's too late. Incredible. So stay right. Damage. But the building just literally fall apart here. This is our bus driver. He got saved after 10 days in the bus with that. Just fell apart. 10,000 people a day. We're here every morning. And in that town, 10,000 people walked around. 7,000 died in two minutes. You know what the name of that town is? Prosperity. Not one God. Down. But it had lots of money. But not one God. Well, not our God, anyway. 10,000 people a day. 7,000. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't eat that bean. <laughs> That's 1,000 Bibles in the belly of that bus. And we're just driving right through China and never got stopped one time. 
We give them a Bible and they tell them, go away before the police get there. You don't know how blessed you are to have that little book in your hands called the Bible. This is a bar. I took 300 Bibles there, set them on the bar, a real drinking bar, and the people began to throw their liquor and grab a Bible and run off. These are cooks that found out we had Bibles. They left the kitchen to go get a Bible. Sharing the gospel. A policeman didn't say it's amazing what God is doing in China. Listen to this. They've been worshiping God seven hours before they let the preacher get up. You wonder why signs and miracles take place? They found out we had Bibles and they went to the station. Wherever we go, we always deal with kids as well. In, in, in behalf of my wife, Laura, uh, Jordan Ministries, we want to thank you. Uh, we, we never seem to be able to, we're always so busy, amen? But today I want to just give you a big thank you for what you've done here for sending this out. God bless you. From Laura, myself, the family, all the partners with Jordan Ministries, we will continue to feed the widows and the orphans and we'll continue to bless the name of the Lord. Amen. I will rise when he calls my name. No more sorrow. No more. It was my birthday. Twenty-one again. Those are all Bibles in the boxes. Amen. Amen. Uh, but when we were there, we 250 Chinese accepted Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. We gave away almost a thousand Bibles. But what really amazed me that they made a study on Bible. And do you know that for every Bible that, that is uh, uh, go ahead and put it back. every Bible that is uh, passed out in China, ten Chinese get saved with it the same year, with the same Bible. Amen. Amen. Now I tell you what happened. I came in to Beijing, from Beijing to San Francisco, and uh, from San Francisco I, I came in to, um, uh, to, to Denver, but right there in San Francisco my ticket agent says, uh, oh, you've been in China, I said, yeah, what have you been doing? Because he saw I had a witness where, and uh, he said, uh, uh, I said, I've been doing some work in, in China. He said, what were you doing? He said, I was passing out Bibles and preaching. I, in the church. I said, no, on the streets. He said, just a minute. So he said, let me call my boss. So he calls his boss. His boss is a Chinese American. He comes over and he says, tell him what you just told me. I said, well, we, we've been passing out Bibles and, and preaching in China. He said, in the churches, the Chinese asked me. I said, no, on the streets. He said, no, you cannot do that. That's against the law. Sir, I'm sorry, it's too late. <laughs> you know, amen. But you see, brother, God's willing to break any law to get to your soul. Mm -hmm. He broke the law with the woman to well. 
He broke the law with me. He broke the, broke the law with them. And whatever you're into, He's willing to break the law with you. Mm. Amen. To get to your soul. Amen. To show you the kindness. And I'm sure that these ladies that, that have received these big miracles uh, were probably Catholics. or the, uh, not, not only Catholics, maybe they were just someone that was not right with God. Amen. And God broke all them laws, man, to get in there and reach into their hearts. Amen. Amen. But anyway, out of Jordan Ministries, I want to thank you guys. Y'all have been such a blessing to us. Y'all have been God sent. Amen. Uh, we, we couldn't do without you guys. Our monthly partners, we could not do what we do without you guys. Amen. And, you know, we have had some of the people that, that have dropped us uh, because of the economy, but we can't drop them. You know, we're, we're going to, I'll go to my last penny. You know what I mean? But the well that I have never runs dry. Amen. And, and right now, it's time to go do it, man. You know, th this is a time to really glorify Jesus, man. This is a time when, when uh, I, in fact, I really believe that God right now is building His church. Amen. He's pulling His generals. He's pulling His people out. Out of the bride. He showed me one day the body of Christ. He says, out of all of the Methodists and the Catholics and all the religious groups, you know, remember what he did to Adam? He reached into Adam's side and pulled out a handful and pulled him out. He said, this is going to be my bride. Out of that whole body, he reached in and pulled out a handful and said, out of this I will create Eve. And I believe that that's what he is doing now in the spiritual realm. Out of this whole body that says, I am Christian, he's reaching in there and pulling out a handful and saying, this is my true bride. Amen? Amen. Amen. Don't forget that. Let's give the Lord a big, big praise. Amen? Well, real quickly, uh, I've just got a few words to say here because there's crawfish that are waiting on me. <laughs> now, let's go to... Um, uh, if uh, we're planning another trip, y'all get ready. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I want to go, and, and uh, what, what really helped me out this time was I finally saw a building. You, you got to understand, we've been working on this soup kitchen for many, many months now, and all I could see was uh, just a floor, <laughs> just a floor, you know. But I, I'll tell you one thing: I got a report back yesterday. That even the even the government, Eric, from the pastor from the uh, Matamoras, is interested in what we are doing. They, they said we want to come, we want to inaugurate it, we want to take pictures, we want to put you on the front page, hmm. amen, of amen. what you guys have done here, amen. So I really want y'all to come along, amen, to to see this. But I want to make sure that we're in full force when we do this, amen. Uh, let's go to Second Corinthians, uh, chapter five. Let's go to verse uh, 17. Uh, an another thing, if, if you want to be put on our newsletter, please give my wife uh, right here in the in the front, not Steve, but the other. <laughs> Amen. Uh, give give her your address, and if you get a chance, you can go to our website, brotherjordan.com. Amen. Father, we just come before you, Lord, and we thank you for being so gracious. And today, oh Lord, I just feel that this is what you want, Father, to be pushed through these people, through these sons and daughters of yours. Father, anoint my lips, God. Anoint my heart. Anoint theirs as well to receive in Jesus' name. And devil, you will have no victory in this place tonight. Mm -hmm. Today, you will have no victory. 
you bust in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Hallelujah It says here uh, Therefore if anyone is in Christ He's a new creation Old things have passed away Behold all things have become new Now all things are of God Who has reconciled to himself Through Jesus Christ And has given us the ministry of reconciliation Okay Now uh, I, I want to go back to this word new Amen I want to go back to this word that is called new. See, a lot of y'all think that new means like a year uh, 2009. A lot of us, we want to trade our wife. You know what I mean? Uh, the 2001 that we got to a 2009. That's a new wife. Amen? No, that, that's, that's not really at all where it's at. Amen? Uh, a lot of us, we think new means a new model. No, no, no. Let me tell you what new means in the Greek. It means quality quality. Amen. Me and you, even though we've been born again, have never changed bodies. I'm still Husto. Pastor Eric still Eric. Steve still uh, Steve. Amen. Matthew still Matthew. Amen. But now we're doing a different type of work. Uh, we're doing something that is quality. We're doing something that is useful to the kingdom of God. Now there's a lot of people that are doing things that are successes in life but not necessarily for the kingdom amen I want you to say I am new I, am new. I want you to raise your hand like me <coughs> I am new I, am I want you to look around at your partner and say I am, new. I am new see a lot of you even though you become Christians think you're in failures you, you know because maybe you got laid off or maybe you lost a car or a home but is that really a failure Look at the Bible says here. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us a ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Now do you think that God would give a failure a ministry of reconciliation? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. I want you to say, I am of God. I am God. <laughs> I am of God. Amen. I am I am of God. God. Now, why would God give a failure something to glorify His name? He should have made us all Judas. He should have made us all Satan. Amen? Uh, you're going to have bumps on the road, but that don't mean you're a failure. Amen? Amen. we, we got to realize that there's going to be hurt in the family. There's going to be times when we make mistakes, you know? But that don't mean you're a failure. Uh, most of the mistakes that I have made, God has used later on in life as a stepping stone. Amen? Amen. I don't go into bars anymore. Amen? Amen. Even when I was born again, I, I would go into, you know, into bars thinking I was going into witness, and I come out of there halfway uh, witnessy. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. But praise God, I don't go there no more. Amen? I used it as a stepping stone. I said, no, man, because every time I go there, it costs me. Yeah. Amen? And I don't want it to cost you anymore. Amen. Let's go to Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17. Hey, young man. There. Can you give me that water before you go to the bathroom real quick? Or somebody? There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you, brother. Now you can go. Were you in a hurry? <laughs> Let's go to verse uh, ch uh, chapter 17. Uh, verse. Uh, let's, let's go to verse 16. And, and the Philistines. Now I want to. I want to show you. He says we're a new creation. I, I've named this message the new warrior, because I believe that God is forcing His church 
into a new realm. A realm like me and you have never experienced. See, you and I have depended on our jobs. We've depended on uh, 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 medicine. We've depended on government for so many years. Now, the devil's got us by the yin-yang, and we don't know where to go. Yeah. We thought God was government. We thought God was medicine. We thought God was money. How do you think the people in the dump have survived so long? You know, right now, they're out there with nothing. Nothing. Absolute nothing. Amen? And the Philistine drew near and, and presented himself 40 days, morning and evening. This is Goliath, in case you don't know. Amen? He has come to tell Israel, pull out your best man that we may fight to see who is victorious. Twice a day. Eighty times he came out. Then Jesse said to his son David, Take now for your brothers an ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your, to your brothers at the camp and carry these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousand and see how your brothers fare and bring back news of them. Now Saul and then all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. So David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with the keeper and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to fight and shouting for the battle. Now listen to this. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up in battle array army against army. What does the word array mean? Anybody know? Strategy. They strategize themselves. I believe that that's where Christians have faltered. That's where they've messed up. They have no strategy. They think the name Christian is enough. They think that the going to church on Sunday morning is enough. That's not strategy. That's not strategy. You know? There, uh, they had, uh, they had the, 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 the guys that threw rocks, rock chunkers. They had the bone arrows. Amen? And then they had the spear chunkers. They would bring in the rock throwers, chunk rocks. And then they would bring in the arrows. Start spears, start chunking arrows. And then they would bring the spearmen. Start chunking the spears. They had a strategy. What is our strategy today? For the way the economy, are we still eating T-bone? Buying T-bone? You know, are we still buying hummers or bummers? You know, they used to be hummers. Now they're bummers. They don't know what to do with them, amen? Yeah. You know? Uh, but, but we're still buying them. I, I see Christians uh, still doing oh, crazy things, you know? We have no strategy, amen? Uh, some of our kids are sick. We quit coming to church. Uh, we, we, we say, well, God ain't doing nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, our job has slowed down. We're still not doing anything about it. Amen. What is your strategy for the future? What is your strategy for your marriage? Maybe your marriage is faltering. What are you doing about it? You're just going to let it roll like that? No, no. Because you let it roll like that, it, it, you know, Humpty Dumpty had a bad fall. You know, he fell off the wall. Amen. And, and, and the thing is with a lot of us we see this in our lives but yet we don't do anything about it first thing I advise you to do on a faulty marriage call your friends and begin to pray mm. number one you know uh, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're not going to have problems Amen. and turning her in for a new model watch it some of them new models don't work either that's right amen uh, a lot of us think uh, the, the first thing we say about a faulty marriage well I didn't know my wife was bipolar 
She wasn't bipolar in her first baby. <coughs> it was nice having sex, you know what I'm talking about, amen? And then after a couple of years, she turned bipolar on us, amen? No, no, that's not it, guys, you know. We, we, we need to come back. We need to have a strategy. We need to have a strategy for our family. Number one, we have to have a strategy how we're going to praise the Lord. What kind of a Christian are we? Are, are we just a Sunday-going Christian? Somebody said the other day, how are we going to fill up our churches with Christians? I said, man, have a fish fry. <laughs> you know, they, they, that's when the Christians really come out, you know. Amen. They, they really come out. They'll knock the door down. Get, they'll even get here a couple hours early to make sure they get a little extra catfish. You know what I mean? But tell them we're going to have a prayer meeting and see how many people show up. Amen. We have no strategy, friend. You know, our finances, you know. You, you, I, I've learned one thing. I, 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 in these economic hard times, and not having a hard time. You know why? Because my wife and I have been giving away 50, 60, 70% of our tithes and offerings for the last 30 years. 24 years, 26 years. You know? Now, my God, I could call him a liar. Does it look like he's faltering? <laughs> Amen. I didn't get this way by smelling on it either. Amen. You know, uh, um, I, I, and I'm not saying that I'm rich, but I'm not overspending either. You know, I'm, I'm I'm having to strategize. You know, I used to have a lot of people call me every day. Who, well, you can tell the people at the dump who's to. Uh, do you know who builds houses? Like stupid. You know, I'm walking down the road. And I don't even know somebody, and they come up, uh, sir, do you know who's building houses around here? You know, like, uh, I need a house, you know what I mean? And I said, no, talk to Eric, he got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you know? But, but what, I'm what I'm trying to tell you is that a lot of people from Africa, Philippines, from many areas call me, you know, but I have learned to say no. Mm. I've learned to say no. Uh, I'm going to go back to China Bibles. You, you see it on TV all the time. Send money for China Bibles, you know. I had a, a friend of mine had ten grand. He, he called him up. He said, "Look, I got ten thousand dollars. I want to invest in Chinese Bibles. No problem. Just send them to send them to this address." And uh, he said, "Well, I would like to pass out the Bible." Oh no, no, no. We don't do that. We get the Bibles. We pass them ourselves. You never have to leave, leave your living room. I was born yesterday. I mean, I was born during the day, but not yesterday. Mm. Amen. A lot of those are scams. A lot of the churches out there are scams, you know. To make real life really work, man. The Bible says you shall reap what you sow. Mm. You give your money to somebody that is not going to plant it into the ground, you're not going to get corn out of it. Mm. You will reap what you sow. Yeah, this is incredible. The other day, uh, uh, I, I, the Lord told me, bless this guy. So I blessed him with a bale of hay, a round bale of hay. Now remember, you will reap what you sow, right? So I, I gave a friend of mine, he's got cattle, and I told him, Pastor Steve, I want to give you a, a belly. Hey, I want to sow one into your herd. He said, golly, who's the man? I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So the next day, an old man on a wheelchair calls me up. He said, who's talking? This is Red. He come to my house right now. And I went over to Red's house. And uh, I said, what's up, Red? Uh, you know I ain't even Christian, who's talking? But I don't, I don't know why, but... I got five bells of hay over there. I need to give you just in my heart. Give it to you. Amen. Ain't that awesome? You will reap what you sow. Yeah. Amen. I sowed a bell of hay. God gives me five. Amen. I, I'm, I'm planting, you know, you, you got to strategize, guys. You got to strategize, you know. You, you want your kids to say, man, begin to plant into their lives. You know, 
you, you want your, your marriage to work, begin to pray. Let, let me tell you how uh, bad it is in the Christian community concerning marriages that we have now superseded the world in divorce. Can you believe that? That the, the, the divorce rate in the church is higher than the world. And here we are to instruct the world how marriage should work. Amen? So, I, I just really feel that we need to be careful and we need to have a plan. We need to have a master plan. Amen? You'd be crazy to go build a house or a porch without a plan. You know? And then it says, And David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper, ran to the army, and came and greeted his brothers. Then, as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines, and he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them. And all the men of Israel, listen to this, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. Amen. Let me tell you what's going on right now. The church is running. The church is running. The most powerful organism on the face of the earth is running. No, no, I don't want to go to Mexico. No, no, I don't want to give up my money. I got a story because of things that might happen, you know. Uh, 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 oh, no. See, church, it's time that the church quits running. Mm. Amen. I want you to say, devil. 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 I'm not running anymore. I'm here to stay. I'll confront you like you've never been confronted. But I'm not running anymore. You can scream. You can shout. You can yell. You can show me your size. No more running. Amen. But when that divorce pops up, when that financial issue pops up, whenever they say you're going to lose your house, whenever they say you got cancer. No more running. No. What did that woman do when they said, go home, your baby's going to die? She lays it on the bed and runs. She disagreed with the devil. She said, I've only come here to see what you can do, sir. The doctor has no hope. What can you do? She was looking for an avenue. She was not running. She was running to an answer. Most of us, uh, like, like David, you know, most of us run from the battle. David ran to the battle. Mm. Amen? Amen. So when that devil uh, shows up, uh, it's time that we, that, that we showed up as well. So the men of Israel had said, Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Okay. Let, let me tell you something, church. Marriage belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. Money belongs to you. Your kids belong to you. Amen? They're yours in the beginning. From the very beginning, they belong to you. The day you came and you said, Father, I am your child. Peace, joy, love, mine came into you. Amen? Yes. Did you hear what he said? And the king will bless you with his riches. See, God, they're already yours. But the devil has come to take them. And so what do most Christians say? Take my marriage. Yeah, go ahead. Take my daughter and make her a prostitute. Yeah, go ahead and make my son a murderer or, or a, a, a junkie. It's no problem. But he says, and the king will bless you with riches. Those are our riches. It's not only money, man. It's not only money. I had somebody tell me this weekend, the, the brothers from Arkansas, he's been a pastor 15 years. He said, Husto, for the first time, I got a revelation of what it means. It's better to give than to receive. Mm. 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 Did you see those faces when the lady, her baby was going to die? 
the lady yeah. that was possessed of the devil, you know, free. Man, when you stand and bite her, man, you have no problems. You have no problems. Amen. See, but God, how can God give you any more when you're giving it to hell? Hmm. You know, here's my son. Here's my other son. Here's my two daughters. You know, when is there going to be a stop to this? How, do you think that God is really proud of you when you allow these things to happen? No, no. you got to put up a stink. you got to tell the devil, no, no, no. The devil tried to put sugar diabetes on me. The doctor came up, looked at my report, got bad news. And said, What's the matter? you got sugar diabetes. Who in hell told you that, doctor? <laughs> I'm not going to let my doctor kill me. No way, man. You know, I'm not going to receive it. Now, you're going to say, but if you got it, you got it. Not necessarily. I fight it. I don't have it. I fight cancer. I fight hepatitis C. I fight uh, sugar diabetes. And I fight whatever else comes on me. I'm not going to receive something. To me, sickness is a foreign thing. Amen? No way. No way. Amen? Uh, the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. <laughs> and then it says here. And then it says here. Then David spoke to the men who, who stood by him saying, What shall be done? For the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Mm -hmm. He was not only upset because the church was running. He was upset at the devil mocking his God. Mm -hmm. Church, it's time that me and you had a little pride in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Coming in from uh, Syria, Egypt, when I come in, those planes are full of Muslims. And you know what they do? Right in broad daylight, man. They pull out their rags throw it on the ground and five times they will pray to their God you know what Christians do <laughs> where are we at man mm. where are we at you know in Russia the first time I got there they brought him a boiled egg and all the Russians got up and they said Slava Bogo Slava Bogo and I said, what in the world? What's all this yelling? And then they sat down and ate the egg. And, and they said, they're praying. They're praying. I said, oh, is that the way they pray around the table? He said, yeah. And then when they got done, they all got up again, Darnell. Slava Bogo! Slava Bogo! I said, what are they doing now? He said, they're praying again. <laughs> After 50 years of no food, you pray twice. They were, they were grateful that their God was blessing them. That the communism finally broke. Mm. Amen. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. We don't have to go there. We're the only one. The devil's not keeping us there. We're the only ones that are keeping ourselves there. Amen. How about uh, how, how about this prayer thing? One devil walked into our schools and took prayer out of there. Amen. Yeah. And most of America is happy now. Yeah. They're happy now. Amen. You know why? We finally got prayer by the flagpole. Yeah. Y'all are so happy during the cold. It's raining and snowing. Our Father who are in heaven. And then we look at the classroom and all the little heathen kids in there. And all the Muslim kids are in there, you know. And here we are Christians, you know. At one time dominant, you know what I mean? Out by the flagpole. And we say, oh, praise God today. We get to pray one time a year. We get to pray by the flagpole. Hmm. Let me tell you what happens when you take prayer out of your life. Amen. Forty years ago, the survey was running in a hallway, chewing gums, pit wads. Forty years later, after they took prayer out of school, what's the top problems? Teenage suicide, teenage pregnancy, no more spit wads. Now they're bombs. Mm -hmm. You know what happened? Somebody took prayer out of school. Mm -hmm. One devil by the name of Mary Marilyn O'Hare. 
And I'll guarantee you right now, she's splitting hell in two, wishing she could have a, a comeback. Amen? Mm -hmm. But let's fight for our riches. Let's fight for our riches, man. And, and then, and then, <coughs> then it says here, and then, now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the man, to the men. And Eliab's anger arose against David. And he said, What did you come down here? And with the, whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. Listen to this. Look what David says. And David said, Why, why have I done now? Is there not a cause? Number one. The first thing you do when you decide to go do something for God, discouragement. Your own friends are going to come against you. Amen. Why, why have you left your sheep? Why have you done this? Why have you done that? He said, why? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause that your kids should be set free? Is there not a cause to bring prayer back to uh, our, our uh, courthouses? Is there not a, a, a cause to bring prayer back to our kids? Is there not come back to a family unit? I know a lot of people that I've run into a lot of people that that are that are Christians, and they're just living together. They're not even married. They're just living together. Is there not a cause? Listen to this, man. I want you to say right now: Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Thank you very much. It's appreciated. Is there not a try it one more time? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause that that little baby should know he's God? Yes. Amen. Twenty or thirty years from now, is there not a cause that Judah should should know Jesus? Yes. Is there not a cause that Matthew's little daughter should know Jesus? Yes. Yeah. See, that's what the devil's trying to do to you right now, trying to shut you down, so they won't know. If he can shut you down, he can shut them down. But as long as he can't shut you down. He can't shut nobody down. Amen. 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 And then he says here, Then he turned from, from him toward another and said the same thing. And these people answered him as the first one did. See, the, the discouragement is always there. The discouragement is always there. Amen. I imagine when Pastor uh, Eric started this church, uh, I, I'm sure that everything wasn't a, a pat on the back. A lot of it was blows, 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 blows. Now when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul and he sent for him. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail. I like this. Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with him. Amen. You know what, he, you know what Saul, a little 14 year old boy told the church? Um, don't freak. <laughs> don't freak. Uh, I go kill this giant. I'll be back. <laughs> That's what he told him. And don't have a heart attack over the economy. Don't have a heart attack when they tell you you got cancer. Don't have a heart attack when you think you're going blind. Uh-uh. Uh, I go kill the devil. I, I'll be back. Hmm. Now, if you got the guts, I want you to say. Right here. I want you to say, church. Church. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to kill this guy. I'll be back. When that devil says the same thing about your church, about your family, about your knowledge, about your Christianhood, you tell that devil, devil, uh, tell, tell the church, uh, I'll be back. I'll be back. Amen. Amen. No more running. No more running. No more running. No more running. When that devil says, uh, you know, this little congregation, bunch of Cajuns, 
You need to go find yourself a white man's church. Yeah. Or, or, man, Eric, he's just getting, I don't know. No, he, I don't know. I better go find me another church. You need to tell that devil, no more running. No more running. No more running. No more running. And then he says here, And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Discouragement. You're not qualified. You don't have enough cemetery. I mean, seminary in you. <laughs> Amen. They, they've told me that over and over and over and over. And I've been in 50 different nations, 40 some odd nations now, almost 50. You know? But from day one, they qualified, they tried to kill me. You know? Christians are words and buzzards, man. Christians will eat you while you're still wiggling. <laughs> buzzards will at least let you smell a couple of days. You know what I mean? You know? Uh, 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 you know, I've had pastors tell me, who's still, you don't qualify to preach in my church because of the way you live. So I live with a few rats. They got to eat too, you know. <laughs> but I tell you what, if I had all the money that I have spent on missions, I could live a wealthy, wealthy life <laughs> on a big ranch. Believe me. And then 34 says, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock. Listen, it's going to get very interesting now. I went out after it. Yes. I went out after it. Amen? Uh, he didn't say, go ahead and take my son. Go ahead and take my daughter. Go ahead and take my life. Go ahead and take my money. He said, I went out after it. Amen? Amen. I want you to say, devil. Devil. I'm coming after you. You're not taking no more. I'm coming after you. And he struck it. I want you to tell him, Devil, I am the Christian. They warned you about. Listen. And delivered the lamb from its mouth. Whether it was dead or alive, he took the lamb out of his mouth. Most people will tell you, Look, man, I've already got your little girl here. I've already got your money and y'all just, you know, whether it's dead or alive. David didn't, man. He didn't care if it was dead or alive. He took it from him. Mm. Knowing that God would bring life and bless him. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah, like never before. Amen? Amen. You know? Listen, and when, it, and when it arose against me, I caught it by the beard and struck it and killed it. Now let me tell you something. When it arose against me, what does that mean? The devil got a stake and he stuck it into the ground and said, this is mine, don't cross the line. Amen? When that devil rose against me, he said, this is my land. And when he showed his teeth, Arr! you know what David did? <laughs> amen? David realized he had teeth too, amen? And it's about time you realize that you've got teeth too, amen? amen. I want you to go, Arr! there you go, Amen? <laughs> Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. It didn't matter to David. Amen. He went in there. He took it out. That's my lamb. Dead or alive. That's my lamb. That's my son. That's my daughter. That's my mind. That's my marriage. And there's some of that don't talk back. You know why? Because you constantly like to live in the devil's mouth. Mm. You don't know what it feels like to be free. 
You don't know what it feels like not to be a junkie anymore. You don't know what it feels like to have a free mind that can worship the Almighty God. The devil has accustomed you. The devil has told you this is the way it is. The devil is trained to him, man. And it's about time you come out of there and begin to worship the Almighty God, dead or alive. Hallelujah. Amen. The three Hebrew children said, whether he delivers or not, we're still going to praise him. Yes. Even if he slay me, yes. I will still serve. We need to come back, warriors. We need to come back. When that devil's got his, he got that lamb, and, and he puts up stakes, man. He says, from here to here it's mine. But at one time it was yours. At one time the business was yours. At one time you shouldn't obeyed you. At one time you had a good marriage, amen. And now the devil has pulled up your stakes and put them on his property and said, don't cross the line. Remember when we were little? You want to fight? Yeah. Cross the line, man. Come on, cross the line. Oh, man. Can I cross the line? The line don't hurt. <laughs> it's only a little thing in the dirt. <laughs> Y'all were scared of the line, man. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> if I cross the line, man, I don't know. I mean, you might get me if I cross the line, you know what I mean? No, no. It's time we come back, he said, and the king will bless you with his riches. Yes. He'll bless, he'll bless you with his son. When he sees you put up a fight. Yes. And let's face facts, man. Let's, let's face facts. There's only one victory. <laughs> and it's ours. I wanted to say, victory. Victory is mine. Is mine. Come on, sister, help me. <laughs> let's try it again. Victory. Victory is mine. Is mine. There's only one victory, guys. Thanks be to God for the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's only one victory. There's not two. There's only one. And it's ours. It's when I went into them dumps five years ago, people asked me, Who's, how did you find these people? Well, what I do is I go find the poorest and then I work myself down. Hmm. Most people find the poorest and work up. No, no, I work, from, I work down, down, down. I like to go down to the bottom of the barrel. When five years ago, those people that were down there, you would ask Eva. I've got pictures of people, you would ask them, who are you? And they would go like this. Somos gente del basurero. We are people from the dump. Today you ask him, who are you? I'm a child of the Most High God. Yeah. Hallelujah, amen. amen. What a difference. There's victory. Yes. There's victory. So I don't care what that devil says, man. I don't care what he's got in his mouth, man. You know, David went out after him. And when he arose against me, look what he says. And, and, and when he arose against me, I caught it by his beard and struck it and killed it. Amen. Your problem and my problem is that we call him a red-headed devil two horn, horny toed, we call him a long tail, no good for nothing, trash, ugly, stinky. David didn't call him no name. Do you know what he said? And I killed him. And I killed him. He didn't say you ugly, stinky devil. No, no. He said I went after him, I struck him, and I killed him. Amen? The problem is you and I haven't killed those devils yet. We've played with them. We've had we've drank coffee with them. We've ate breakfast with them. We've entertained them. A lot of these things, we, we, we think we're at SeaWorld, man, you know? We use this as an attraction. Oh, this divorce. Oh, my God. 30 years ago, I got a divorce. Oh, my God. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, I remember when I went broke. Oh, I remember when I had a nervous break. Oh, my God. Chamu. Jump, Chamu. 
You made it an attraction in your lives. It's over. You know what you need to do? Pull out your gun and go. <coughs> Any more devils out there? You know what David did? He went and picked five stones. They always ask me, why did David pick five stones? Did you know that Goliath had four brothers? Mm -hmm. And after he killed Goliath, he said, uh, anybody want a little bit? Is there any extra? The problem is me and you. Some of us are going to leave here, and we're going to go back home, and we're going to argue. But you should have killed that devil in church. Mm -hmm. Now let me tell you something, sir, church guys, man. Dead things don't talk back. You got me? Mm -hmm. Dead things don't talk back. So once you put it under the rug and you shot it, it's dead. And when he tries to arise, you say, Devil, did you hear Brother Hustav? I don't talk to dead things. That's all there is to it. Divorce is not uh, uh, an option. Depression is not an option. Amen. Discouragement is not an option. Amen. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> the Every time I'm going out in the fields, the devil strikes me. The first time I was going to Mexico, uh, the first time I'm going to Mexico, I get a door, I'm taking a shower. And Laura says, Houston, you need to come out and shower. Well, I'm taking a shower. I'll be out there in a minute. You don't understand. You really need to come out. So I came out. You know, of course, I had clothes on. I come out. And guess who's standing outside of my door? The internal revenue. He said, we come here and shut down the shop because... Uh, you owe us $17,000. I said, okay, I'll tell you what. Here's the keys. You go ahead and shut it down. I'm going to Mexico on a mission trip. I should be back in three or four days. Uh, you can come back. And God bless you. Bye. And I left. And then when I came back, he says, sir, we, we made a mistake. You didn't owe us 17000 It was only 1700 but that was the devil trying to put me into a... Uh, he thought I was going to make it an attraction. The last time I went to Mexico, the time before that I went to Mexico, I went out to my ranch and there was three dead cows, 1500 bucks a piece. All dead, you know. I said, well, too late to feed the orphans with them. Bury them. Bye. <coughs> this, the, the time before that, I lost a $1,500 ram. He had horns on him like that. I raised him from a baby. Amen. The day I'm leaving, he's croaking. You know. I said, well, I'll see you... In a couple of days, buddy. Hope you make it. And I left. But, you know, it, 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 uh, you, you can't just call the devil a, a, a nasty booger or, or, you know, or Mexican or something. You know what I mean? You, you, you just you shoot him and, and it's over. I ain't nowhere near out of sheep. I got so many sheep right now. I don't, y'all want one? <laughs> you know, uh, the other day, one of my little calves died. And I said, you stinking devil, you're a liar. You can't get away with this. You bring it back to me now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Guess what? One of my cows the very next day had twins. <laughs> I, the devil, he's a born loser. <laughs> you know, a lot of y'all give too much credit to the devil. You know what I mean? Oh, what's the devil? He's going to get you. Hey, let me, let me tell you how weak he is, man. The devil fell when there was no devil. Huh? Wow. At least me and you needed some help. Man, you want to snark, you know, in here, man. You know, hey, look at that good-looking woman. Look at them legs. Mm-mm, Amen? You know, the devil didn't need none of that. He felt when there was no devil. I want you to say, I am strong. I am strong. I am strong. I am strong. And you got to mean that. You, you, you really got to mean that. Amen? Now, now listen, listen to this. 
Moreover, David said, The Lord who has delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Now, a lot of, some people disagree with me, but uh, I, I, it really don't matter. You know, I'm not into religion. I make a lot of mistakes, amen? And I'm sure I make mistakes here today, okay? You can write them down if you want. <laughs> you can work. There's some people that worship my mistakes, man. Oh, brother, who told you? He said this, he said Y'all go right ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't go to cemetery. I mean, I didn't go to seminary. Amen? <laughs> but, uh, 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 see, David didn't kill the, the giant the day he hit him with a rock. Did y'all know that? No, no, he died the day before. He said, uh, I flew a lion and a bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine is going to be just like one of them. Amen? Uh, the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You know, when you tell that devil, get out of your house, he's gone. You just got to believe it. You got to have faith, man. You know, you know rats. How many of y'all got rats in the house? Raise your hand. <laughs> the two Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> Only the two Mexicans have uh, rats in the house. Yeah. Dear Lord, teach the white people. <laughs> Amen. Teach them not to lie. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> But you know how we kill rats in my house? I don't know about her, but in my house, this is the way we kill rats. We put a little bit of uh, what they call uh, carne bichata, rat poison. And, then, and the little rat comes, and she said, ooh, carne bichata, mmm. Mmm, she eats it. Mmm, so good. And gets a little tortilla, right? <laughs> and then the little rat walks about three feet and kills over and dies. Let me tell you something. That rat didn't die here. Like I said, look where the rat died. No, no, that rat didn't die here. That rat died over there. He just didn't know about it. Let me tell you something about the devil. The devil didn't die when you told him to get out. He died 2,000 years ago. Yeah. When Jesus said it is finished. Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus said it is finished. Hallelujah. It's Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, now listen to this. Look, look at look at the rewarding words. Check it out. It's look, look, this thing right here, man. It says right here. Now the very man that discouraged David, the very man that said you don't qualify, the very man that said uh, you don't have the army, you don't have the skill, you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the anointing, all of a sudden he says, uh, and Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Go. The, 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 those rewarding words, man, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. I, I've seen so many people cough it up on my end, man. You know who started? I would have never believed. I had a one of the city officials the other day go into my barn and uh, he's always thought that I was a pauper and a nobody because I don't go to them I go to God mm. you know and, and look at our warehouse just jam packed what we, we got all the meat got rid of all the meat two days ago and all of a sudden I get a call this morning I got 35 hogs headed your way you know mm. what I mean you can't run out you can't God is too much of a, a fountain you know what I mean and, and uh, the, 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 he was a chief, fireman chief he walks in there he says, wait, what you got here, Luz? Well, this is what we feed all the kids with. What? Yeah. You mean I've known you 20 years and I never knew this? He said, I thought you only fed like five or six. Oh, no, we feed them by the thousands, mm -hmm. by the hundreds. He just walked off. He said, wow. Wow, blows me away. He just, you know, he says, I never knew this. I never, the very people that were degrading me and knocking me down, a lot of pastors, you know, that, that have knocked me down and degraded me, you know, uh, they're still talking behind my back, you know. They've never left the county. 
Yeah. I've been in 40, 50 nations now, you know what I mean? But you know, I don't even try to catch up with them because they're so far low. Not, not that I'm degrading them, it's just that they could have done better things. You know, they're trying to count their score here mm. when I'm counting my score up there. In fact, right now, I don't have time to count. I just want more souls to win. Mm. Amen. I, the counting will be done up there. Mm. And it's not going to be done by you or I. It's going to be done by the Almighty God. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we stand? Amen. I would say I, 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 I'm a new warrior. I'm a new warrior. I'm a new warrior. I'm not running no more. Devil, starting today, I'm an array. I'm strategizing. I've seen my failures, but I'm telling you now, I'm arising in the name of Jesus. Devil, no more running. I see you coming. I see, I see you shouting, see you but I'm not going to run anymore. In the name of Jesus. Church, church, church. church. Uh, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll say one more time. Church, church. I'll be back. What I want you to do now is turn around, look at the church, and I want you to say, uh, church, church. Don't freak. I'll be back. I'm going to kill this giant for you. For you. Amen. Amen. Devil, Devil. I'm, here. I'm here. I'm going after you. I'm taking back what belongs to me. I got teeth. For mine are real. You only have a roar. I got teeth. Amen. Devil, today, I'm not calling you names. I'm calling you devil. A dead devil. Because today, I've killed you. Pull your gun out. <laughs> you ready? ready? I want you to. I want you to think of the devils have been bogging in your mind. Yes. The devils have been messing with your mind, where it's been depression, or cancer, failure, discouragement, or finances. Amen. Amen. And I want you to sh now. Just because you kill one devil, don't mean another one ain't coming. That's right. There's several out there. A lot of people say, who's still, you're the kind that thinks there's a devil behind every tree. A pastor told me a few years ago, and I had to tell him, no, sir, don't you ever believe that about my ministry, that there's a devil behind it. That's just not the way I think. I think there's at least three. <laughs> <laughs> amen? amen? You ready? Yes. And I want you to fire. Fire ain't good. Amen? And if you miss, shoot him again. Amen? I'm serious. Because that devil is dead. It's dead. It's dead here. If there's any doubt, it's dead here. Amen? Amen. You got your gun out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you still had it in the holster. <laughs> Be ready? ready? On the count of three, I want you to shoot devils like you've never... But now, look, you have to believe this, guys. In your heart, you need to believe... That what you have just killed is dead. Yes. And when you go home and when the doctor tells you, but you still got cancer. No, devil, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to believe that anymore. I, I have to. I, I, it's time that I just go to believe something else. Yes. You know, you're, you're just trying to kill me and, and I don't feel that it's time for me to die. Mm. Amen. I, mean, I don't feel it's time for me to go broke. Right. You know, when that economy says, but the whole world's going under. Hey, not me. Oh, my God's a liar. Amen. 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 
I want to show you something real quick. Keep your gun out. Yes, Put my bottle of water. Thank you. I learned something the other day. Fight the good fight of faith. See, a lot of y'all, the reason you're stressed, because you've been doing the fighting. You haven't been letting your faith do your fighting. This is faith. And it just is hold on to it. Hold on to the faith. Hold on to the faith. And let the faith do your fighting. Hallelujah. Believe me, your hair will grow back. <laughs> I didn't say anything. She did. Remember that. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to the word of God. Deliverance is coming. Deliverance is coming. Money is coming. Healing is coming. Amen. Hold on to that faith. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Uh, uh, don't worship your faith, but just continue to groom it, you know, and, and see what it can do. Amen. And let this faith do fighting for you. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 Are you ready? Yes. On the count of three, we're going to shoot devils. One, two, three. Shoot him again. Hallelujah. I just felt liberty like that. I, I feel right. I just. I just felt something happen. I, I just felt like something did. That's the way it is. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for the blessing y'all been to us. Let's give the Lord a big, big praise. Amen. Yeah. Don't run off. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, man. Sometimes we stumble. Hey, there's a uh, verse that used to read that I wanted you to hear in the NIV. Uh, Mandy, read 1720, would you? Sorry, no. Oh, girl, you're supposed to have heard from God. I want you to hear this. 1720. All right. Early in the morning, David left the flock with the shepherd loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed. He did what? He loaded up and set out. There are those in the body of Christ that set out without ever loading up. And what do you bring? What do you have when you get there? There are those who load but never go. Mm -hmm. We cannot be in either of those two groups. We load up and we set out. Who got healed on this missions trip from our church? Mm -hmm. We got two hands went up, got healed on the missions trip. <laughs> That's right. Because there's so much of God. <laughs> Amen. The last missions trip, who got healed? See, always if you load up and set out, something happens. The reason the church is stagnant and dead in so many places because it's just like some fat guy that's ate so much he can't get out of his house anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? Got nothing to offer anymore except self-pleasure. Mm -hmm. that's, that's it. And there are others that go out in their first week to save the world, but they never load it up. I admire Jordan Ministries for a lot of reasons. They're transparent. I like that I see Usto get ticked off, just like I did. I like that I see him love and be in compassion. He and his wife occasionally talk to each other like my wife and I did. It's a rare, rare thing. Like I said, she's doing good in counseling. God works through ordinary people just like you. You just have to decide that you're going to set out after you've loaded it. So we're going to play one song because we're ready to go eat. But I want you to do something. Just as a sign of faith like shooting devils, I want you to walk by here and leave whatever is keeping you from setting out at the altar. The truth is, some of you are scared and won't say so. I know it because I see it in your eyes. Some of you are better at, at handing out excuses than I am at giving you answers. And it's like a little game we play. You know? Eric, I can't go because. I can't go because. 
And it's like you're trying to wear me out. I'm, I'm not trying to convince anymore. In this church, do you get loaded up? Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, you you get word in this church. You've got to set out in whatever way you can, as many footsteps as you can. So as we sing, come leave whatever it is at the altar, the whole church. If you get a chance to pray for or bless them, do that. And then I'm going to go eat somewhere an awful lot because I am loading up and setting out. Amen? Yes. Amen. Yes. Sing a song with us, brother. And somebody got to come first. You, you know, I want to share, you said something. I believe that, you know, like a lot of us, like a pig, or, or, a, or a feedlot, they feed you, and they feed you, and they feed you, and then when you're when when they think you're ready, they send you in for slaughter. I believe God kind of does the same thing when they feed you and feed you, just feed you and feed you, and you don't do nothing, you're worthless, and God moved you on out, but He could have used you. He could have used.
in the back of the room. If you want special offerings to go to Jordan Ministries in addition to what we already do, just write it on your check and we'll make sure it gets there. Okay. Other than that, our, our church supports them. It's going to continue to support them because they're doing they're doing what Jesus would do. And uh, so I just ask you to remember that. I also am filled with the sense that somebody didn't get quite what they needed today. And it's because uh, they're timid, scared. But I'm at a place in my Christian walk where I'm not going to go hunt somebody down in America anymore because they can't walk ten feet to me for fear. Faith has got to rise to overcome fear if you're going to be saved. We don't close our eyes in this church, bow our head, and raise a pinky. You've got to make some kind of public statement or you will never make it in this walk, I'm telling you now. So I pray that you count the cost. Mm. count the cost and decide to be that man or woman of God that God's called you to be mm. and when you stand he will strengthen your feeble knees the heart who's fully committed to him finds his strength all you got to do is try 
Amen. 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 So, Brother John, you pray for us. We'll all go eat, and uh, I'll hang out up here for a minute if anybody wants to talk to me. But I'm not coming to find you. I already know. I know who you are. Why don't you just go ahead and come find me? Amen? Amen. John, pray. Father God, thank you for bringing all this together. Thank you for the mission field, for everyone in the mission field, and for Jordan Ministries. Thank you for the word today, and um, just thank you for the word of going out there and doing what we need to do, performing out there. Um, thank you for all the healing that you've done in our church and, and in the ministries around us. Um, thank you for the family that um, you've made us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.